previously on Follow the Leader. So, uh, big picture, this game is going to take place at a summer camp. Specifically, it's going to take place at the Cynthia Saltburn Camp for Volatile Young Wizards, also known as Camp Saltburn. We are all playing camp counselors at this camp for young wizards who are also volatile. I, oh, something we didn't mention but is worth noting. We're, we're imagining this summer camp as being ostensibly in the real world, right? Yeah. Uh, so I am playing William Kowalski, also known as Ziggy, perplexingly. A nickname that Ziggy has seemingly given himself and that nobody knows the exact origin for. Uh, Ziggy's traits are that he is a conspiracy theorist, a know-it-all, and an alchemist, in scare quotes. I am playing uh, Milo Wolf, uh, he, him pronouns. His traits are trusting, ditzy, and a bit much. I think Milo's parents are wizards or magically adept, and Milo has no magical ability except for the one where he can turn into, like, dogs and wolves and other canines that he's been told is transfiguration. Might not be. He might just be a werewolf of some description. I'll be playing the ever-chaotic Crawling Vines Worn by Summer Sun, a.k.a. Vines, uses she-her pronouns. Her traits are loud, trickster, and high chaos. Chaos level uh, at, you know, about cat level, as in a kitty cat, not just a person named cat that you happen to know. (laughs) I will be playing a character named Wimbledon Sanderson, but he is desperate for everyone to just call him Don. Uh, His traits are self-aware, awkward, cynical, and abjurationist. He is an abjurer. He specializes in in protective magic uh, because he's seen enough nonsense to know that if you don't have it, you will die. There is a huge creature in the lake with sharp teeth that shoots water like a fire hose. And that could blind people. That's That's a very bad health violation. So you two, and you can rope vines it if you want to, figure out some way to make sure that it can't or won't hurt anybody or else i'm going to slay it like i slayed that dragon in fourth year yeah far out man understood don't worry man i got a lot of potions here i'm like rifling through a bunch of shit i picked these all myself i could whip up a potion real quick a little you know talk to four eyes potion man Okay, alright, uh, okay, Milo, looks like we got two tasks ahead of us. One is to get this room cleaned up, because as we can see, Mr. Sanderson is having a bit of an episode right now. I don't think his energies are properly aligned. I, I grasp Milo's, Milo's, uh, shoulders and I say, alright, now I can make that potion, but we're gonna need some innocent people blood. We now return to your game, already in progress. Thank you.
Okay, because I've got um, the next scene because it's it's Milo next, I think, or it's my framing, which mm-hmm. is um, because of what Siggy just. Is the last the last scene was mine's. The next one would be Emily's, unless that was was yours. Well, I thought. Oh, jeez, we're just like running into scenes. I thought yours was at the lake, and then Emily's was in in the, the cabin. cabin. I mean, we're kind of just popcorning we're a little just, bit. Yeah, it's good. let's just it's keep good. going. Let's just keep this party uh, rolling. Yeah, this is get picking yeah. up steam. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Then the next scene is in the infirmary and it's Milo trying to extract blood from himself because Ziggy needs innocent person blood. Um it's not like it's just sort of like it's Milo looking for stuff to do it. Um because he is not a smart boy. Okay, so this is a very good uh, idea because it means that we can introduce whoever the medical officer of this mm-hmm. the medical officer, the the, the <laughs> you know the nurse of the camp is. Mm-hmm. So who is that? Well, now mm-hmm. they have to have officer title just because you said a medical officer. Mm-hmm. Well, it could be it could be like someone who was like ex-military and still really into that whole like fucking culture and shit. Yeah. You know, that's good. That's mm-hmm. good. So it calls like all the kids private or whatever. You know. <laughs> Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sort of like um Corporal. Uh what's the what's the void I'm thinking of like a specific um oh like soldier from TF2, I'm imagining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, love it. Corporal Wolf, what are you doing in here? I uh does a like a really awkward salute while like wrist deep in a box trying to pull stuff out. Uh what title does this doctor use? Is it sergeant? Is it captain? Because Milo would definitely use the correct or preferred title for this. I did the voice, but I don't want to come up with the name, so okay. let's do that. Jeez. I like sergeant um, or lieutenant. Oh, oh, what if what if everyone just what if no one knows his name, but they call him the lieutenant? But also, we have it's the the Saltburn camp. What if we had a Sergeant Pepper? <gasps> oh, is that yeah? yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's done. It's done. <laughs> Oh, Sergeant Pepper, sir, snaps the salute. I need some blood. Some blood? Mm-hmm. What do you need that for? Ziggy needs to make a thing. What kind of blood do you need? Oh, just mine. Werewolf blood? What? Never mind. Classified. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me get my shit together. No. No, uh, innocent blood, sir, and does another salute. <laughs> ah, the blood of the innocent, one of the greatest and most storied alchemical pro- uh, uh, components to be known. All right, Corporal, if you want blood, you're going to have to bleed for it. Okay. <laughs> drop it, give me 30. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately drops, starts doing it. All right. Does like five moves to a one-handed push-up. Does five moves to the <laughs> other arm. <laughs> Starts doing the clapping kind. Sergeant Pepper puts his hands in his hips and says, "I still got it." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we want this in a dish or a syringe or a syrette? I did not ask. Um, a bowl seems bad. Um, mm. It's classic, though. Oh, I gotta rustle around. Am I, do- Am I doing Chris Evans as Lucas Lee? <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> and it's good. It's working. <laughs> oh, I know what happens. I think um, Milo looks around and grabs like a thermos <laughs> and hands that <laughs> over. Of course, the thermos of safekeeping—the most important magical artifact I have in this 
medical tent. I thought it was just for coffee. Yeah, you would think that. It does keep coffee exceptionally warm. <laughs> I was going to say, my leg doesn't have the, like, dog ears all the time, but if, if he did in this moment, they would have gone, hmm. <laughs> yes, it's a highly classified secret. All right, let's get that blood. <laughs> I just want to, it's a cut. <laughs> like Milo leaving with a thermos <laughs> full of... He's like with like a really brightly colored band aid. He's like over he's the like cr- stumbling because he took like way more, much more blood than they needed. Uh huh. <laughs> just sort of like arrives back in the cabin where Ziggy is, hands it over, and then face plants. And- that's pretty chaotic. I think that probably complicates things if you're going to be anemic for the rest of the episode. Yeah, sure. I think you'll be fine after a sleep, but I'll mark the chaos clock for sure. I I uh, I, I grab it from you. I'm like. So wait, what? What is this? Alright, blood of the innocent. Is this your blood, man? <laughs> uh huh. No, man, we can't get the blood of a werewolf. Of a what? Never mind, it's perfect. So much I'm sweating, God. Oh. This is my favorite running gag. <laughs> it's a very good running gag, yeah. Oh. oh, I see you got it in the thermos of safekeeping. Very smart. I'm very smart. Yes, you are. Yes, you are, son. Yes, you are. Here, listen. I got something that'll pep you right up, and I give you. Is it oh, no. is it bad to give people pills? <laughs> is that over aligned for this for this shell? I don't know, given that Milo just willingly bled out a couple of pints into a coffee thermos, I don't feel it's too out there. Like, Milo's oh. an adult. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Milo is capable of making his own decisions about what what random drugs he chooses to ingest. He, he trusts Ziggy. First trait, I think, is trusting. So if Ziggy hands him something and says, that'll make you feel better. It will, in a sense, make you feel better, yes. I think he just, like, opens his mouth and lets Ziggy just put a pillow. There you go. There you go. Good doggy. That's right. I think it's just an iron supplement. Yeah, I think when um, he, he, like, as he takes that, he smiles, and I think he does just shift into, hmm, what's a good one here? Just like a St. Bernard. Just like. (laughs) St. Bernard was actually the the other name that I had for the name of the camp. (laughs) Fantastic. Brilliant. But yeah, just um, turns into a a St. Bernard. All right. Let's get to work. I say as I uh, as I, I I um I sweep everything off the desk that I was just that I had just gotten everything put back on. Like mm-hmm. when you entered the scene, I was putting my little shrine on my desk back together, and now I sweep it all mm-hmm. off and like slap this big alchemical thing and start working. Amazing. Um, because Milo is a good dog. If you ask him to get you something, he will do the walking over as a dog and pick it up and bring it to you. Yeah, I definitely do ask that while we're making it. I'm trying to think if it's funny if Milo can speak as a dog or if he can't. I don't know which is funnier. <laughs> you could speak like Scooby Doo or Reverend Ruffray Riz like Reverend Ruffray Riz like it's not a good Scooby Doo. I can do a decent Shaggy, but I can't do a good Scooby Doo. I Jade don't know. I don't know about my abilities to do that as I'm laughing too much as it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a a little bit slightly more. I think it's more like a was it Doug in Up. Like a little bit, just like it's even a little bit dopier sounding. Mm. So, all right. What is uh, Vines up to this week? 
God. You haven't uh, seen much violence. No. Um, is this all within the same day, or is this on, on different... This That last scene, I would imagine, was probably the next day, at the very least. Um, Don gave them a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would they approach Vines for her help, or is she going to spend her week keeping an eye on Don to make sure he doesn't break his promise and try to go kill four eyes before that? Um, I would be happy to um, have us reach out to Vines for help if you think that would be fun and entertaining. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do, We yeah, like, um, Milo has probably told Vines exactly about, um, I want to call her Louise. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I want to call the lake monster Louise. She's four eyes. Mm. Well, four eyes Louise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But has has filled vines in. Okay. I do like the idea of vines, quote unquote, stalking Dawn around just to make sure. Just to make sure he's he's doing okay. It's, things are a bit stressful for him right now. And he's got to be well distracted because he can't also interfere with what's happening in the alchemical cabin. So if, uh, let's see, now we have to think of camp activities, but um, I definitely think that Vines will just sit in on a lot of Don's camp activities and not help, but just sit in and just kind of like sit in the back, like one of the kids with like her knees hugged up against her chest and like just sitting there watching him to make sure he's okay. Mm. Just to make, okay, yeah. So this is the proper way to build a house out of popsicle sticks. She raises her hand. Yes, Vines. What is the practical purpose of building a house out of popsicle sticks? Can we live in it? Are you gonna? Sh- are we all going to shrink down? <gasps> is that going to be the next spell that we can teach you guys is how to shrink down to tiny little people size so you can fit into that house of popsicle sticks? And obviously Tons all the kids I- are like, hell yeah, that is. Tons eye twitches. Uh... No, we're not going to do that. And they wouldn't have thought about that if no one had said anything. So thanks. Uh, uh, Don, <laughs> is wearing a, Don is wearing a Camp Saltburn shirt that says raise the stakes and it shows a bunch of uh, pilgrims bringing it, pulling up a stake to burn a witch at. <laughs> uh, I want to add a detail, if I may, which is at the end of one of these benches, um, like a 14-year-old girl uh with a group a gaggle of others are already like have started setting fire to a small they've like built a very elaborate little um uh, scaffold for like burning for when they used to burn people at stake with one at the middle and they're uh, setting it on fire like a, like with out of popsicle sticks yes out of out of the popsicle sticks okay all right don't you think it would uh, be safer if they were miniaturized it wouldn't be such a big fire Sir, Mister. But then the falcons could eat them. And I think like all of the kids and vines at the same time just go (gasps) at the idea of being eaten by falcons. So yes, there are many birds of prey in these woods, and they don't bother us because we're human-sized people. Uh, If we were smaller, they would think you were a mouse, and they would well, they would eat you. But that's why we have our popsicle stick houses, to live inside and be safe. Are you saying that these aren't safe? They aren't structurally sound? So this is really more of like an artistic... Okay. Uh, uh, New idea. How about we just go play with bows and arrows? (laughs) (laughs) 
kids are like, yeah, we can shoot things. All right, let's go to the archery spot where I guess if we shrink you down, as long as you have bows and arrows, you'll be able to fight off the birds. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, I don't think that's how that works. We are magical. Shouldn't we teach like some maybe some defensive spells or like defensive spells that we can fight off the birds with our magic? And she does little finger guns, but like little sparks of electricity come off her fingers. <laughs> Don is rubbing his temples. All right. Uh, hmm. We gotta teach these yeah. kids how to be productive with their magic. Sure. Fine. Productive. Yeah, productive. Yeah. All right, kids. This is how you make a shield out of magic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he starts going into it full Dumbledore's army style. All mm-hmm. right. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know if that's chaos or if that's a B-plot. But... Yeah, I think it's mostly B-plot to, to keep him away from the chaos. Mm-hmm, for sure. So that's what he's up to. I'm just imagining him summoning a shield spell and one of the sh- kids taking the opportunity to shoot him with a bow and arrow and it just deflects Ooh. off the shield. Oh, I would definitely say Vines is the one that takes the opportunity to shoot him with a little bolt of lightning. Yeah. But like on his unprotected flank. Just like a little zap. Yeah! <laughs> All bases covered! Done! <laughs> kids with me! And then so she like forms a little army of kids against his army of kids. and it's. I guess we're going to have war games today. I'm going to make sure that you put the marshmallows on the tip of your arrow so that when you shoot them, it doesn't kill them. <laughs> cool <laughs> that's what's happening that's with Don it. and Vines yep oh fuck <laughs> god my head I have light um, Don is, is so quickly becoming like the Dennis Reynolds character who's always very angry at everybody else and yelling at them the Don method <laughs> D demonstrate value oh Obfuscate true motives. Um, I don't know. I actually had one, but never mind. shit. What was yours? Uh, uh, Jay's got a thing. I was just gonna say before we do hop into the next scene, can we take a quick bio break, water break? For sure. All right. And I will and I will refine my dawn method and tell you in a, once I get <laughs> some more. Please, I can't wait. Oh, Should we get back I into it? Speaking of, yeah, Sorry. I didn't, didn't actually have a dawn method. I couldn't figure it out. Oh, fair. It was like, don't go with dark wizards. Only stay away from dark wizards. Never go with dark wizards. <laughs> what is that? It's the Dawn method. Okay, I love that. Don't only and never are where I knew where the where the where the where the direct is. I just couldn't figure out how to put them together. Uh, all right, so is it your turn to frame? Is that because Mab Mab framed the? Um... It is, but I don't know what to what to have him do that wouldn't. I guess, yeah, I guess what I could do to, to increase the chaos would be to come upon the situation. You could always, like, we could always sort of switch around the order, too, if you think that's uh, better for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because I have an idea for a, for a frame scene. Sweet. Oh, you have an idea? Then hell yeah. Uh, we are going to open in on Vines, who is in her room, uh, struggling to live out of a suitcase, uh, just as she said she would. And uh, uh, fucking Ziggy sw- slides in like you know Kramer style, and says, "Hey, hey, Vines, how you doing there, buddy?" 
um doing great how is the alchemical process going living out of a suitcase there all right amen amen i've done that multiple times it's great stuff great stuff hey yeah the alchemical process is going uh going all right but uh i need your help with it okay yeah great yes please just yes how can i help right so you know how you're kind of like can you remind me what are vines like magical powers is it like is it like plant stuff lightning lightning right all right, so you you got that whole like zappy thing going on, right? Yeah. Okay, great, excellent. Well, here's what I'm gonna need from you to do. I'm gonna need to inject you uh, with well, not inject, more like, it, but you're gonna need to ingest something that I have created, and uh, boy, it's gonna do a number on you. Let me tell you, but you're gonna need to zap that water real good, and that's gonna wake up uh old uh, four eyes there, and we're gonna be able to have a little chat with her. Ah, uh. uh. I can I can just zap it like normal. Oh no no no! You're gonna have to you're gonna have to do the potion method. It's the only way. What what? What, <laughs> what is it? Why? Listen. You know, water and electricity don't mix normally. What is this potion gonna do to make it different? We're gonna find that out when you ingest the potion. Now, aren't we? You know that's, what? That's the that's the chaos. Yeah, part. that that sounds actually like a wild time. Let's do it. All right, come on, let's go. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> That's the scene. <laughs> Beautiful. That's the whole scene. Is that you're going to take a potion to explode the light? I'm going to take a potion to do something. We don't know yet. Okay. So what's next? We are at we're two ticks away from the end of this episode. Uh, considering it took us uh, about an hour and a half, we might be able to do a second one. Hell yeah. Uh, does anyone else have a scene? I'm trying to think. If not, we could just go down to the lake and get the finale going. Yeah, true. Uh, so that that could be it. Is is this is this the end of the week? Is this Friday? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're up against the wire, of course. Of course, against the wire. What if? Uh, what if, I got a, th- a possible thing just as a as a notion because one of uh, Don's conditions was that nobody gets hurt. I just thought about him finding out about the need for blood transfusions because obviously Milo's given blood. Mm. And I just like the thought of Don hearing that Milo's given blood and not knowing why. <laughs> and it just coming yeah. up as that. So, oh, okay, that's one of the conditions because having Don with his sword at the lake shore in this is very good. So we're, we're going to have kind of a running scene. Uh, so right now, Vines and uh, Ziggy are heading to the lake. Milo is in... Don's cabin, Don and Ziggy's cabin, uh, sleeping off the blood loss. Ziggy, need- Ziggy needed more blood. <laughs> Ziggy needed a little bit more blood, just a bit more blood. And the door like swings open and Don comes in and he says, Milo! Hmm? Just sort of bolts upright. Um, hmm. Yeah, human form at the moment. Sergeant Pepper tells me that you gave blood? You like lost a lot of blood? I don't... Like you took your blood and you take it out of your body and put it in a thermos? Yes. That is a Why thing. Why did this happen? Ziggy needed it. Ziggy needed your blood. Yeah. For He what? said he needed special blood. Werewolf blood? What? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Okay. He was doing an alchemical thing, and he said he needed blood, like the uh, blood of innocent people. There we go. That's what he said he Jesus needed. Jesus Christ. Okay. This. All right. I'm uh, real hungry, Dom. 
Oh my god. Uh, Tom goes into his bag and pulls out a bunch of granola bars and says, all right, you eat these. Uh, I'm going to take this, and he pulls his sword off the wall, and I'm going to go kill Ziggy in that lake monster. No, 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 no. I'm going to get up and grabs the sword and holds it above your head because Milo is bigger. No, you're, you're anemic and slow. I'm already moving. Oh, come on. I will try to get the sword off you then. You can follow me... We're going to have this whole, one, I'm ticking the, the, the complication clock. Okay. Uh, and two, you can trail me to the, mm-hmm. um, to the lake shore where we're going to, we're going to fish. I, I do like the idea of Milo being like, no, 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 and reaching for it, but falling over and then like just yelling yes. like, done. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I think shifts into something four-legged to better keep up. And it's just like, <laughs> you have, like, you know what it's like when a dog is just in your way and refuses to move. It's just like battling past a really persistent dog to try to get down to the lake. <laughs> yeah. It's very, you're just butting into the back of my knees. The whole time. <laughs> Hip checking, <sighs> just like the whole way. Don, Don's got his sword in one hand and, a, and, a, and a, his wand in the other. And he's doing like little shield spells to like, like, <laughs> like curve you away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think after a point, uh, Milo will realize that this is a lost cause. I will like literally take off faster and get down to the lake. Um, yes, good. And just like skid into the lake, overshoot and like skid into the edge of the water and then have to come back out like wet dog and then shift and then the clothes are wet. It's just like, Sir Don, it's coming and Don is pissed. All right, no Sir problem. Sir Don? No problem. We're all, uh, we're, we, you got everything ready back at the uh, back at uh, our place, right? What was I supposed to get ready? Perfect. Excellent. All right. So, all right. Now, Vines, come here. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So, you're, I, I pull out this, like, potion that looks, like, really uh, gross. And I'm like, okay. So, now, I made this uh, using all natural ingredients, you see? Now, don't worry here, Vines. I didn't use none of them big pharma ingredients, you know? that those uh, those They're trying to get you because they're trying to put extra stuff in there you know they feed us the poison and then sell us the cure you understand me i think you're gonna feed me a poison right now and i'm just gonna be like all right yolo yeah, go ahead and drink that <laughs> all right here we go she next like, like a seaweed thing oh yeah for sure yeah <laughs> and uh, okay now once you do zap the lake i zap the lake yeah and um finger guns at the lake what does it look like? Uh, well, uh, it is. It, it instead of zapping, you usually use zap like electricity, but your electricity comes out completely green. And as it zaps the lake, it shoots and like spreads around throughout the lake because the lake conducts water, obviously. But it sticks there like bioluminescence. Ooh, did I say the lake that. conducts water? <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> yeah. I think that's <laughs> technically correct, guys. So I mean, why don't yeah. you go back and check your first You're grade science? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, and it sticks there like bioluminescence and our big, uh, lake monster splooshes up and, um, I don't know who wants to play the lake monster, but surprisingly Ziggy's potion has worked and now vines, you can talk to the lake monster. Hell yeah. Uh, is it around this time that Don comes just, he doesn't, he's not running is the thing. He is walking with purpose. Striding. He is striding, mm. uh, which is the scare. He's like Terminator walking towards the lake with his sword in his hand and he sees the the one the huge bursts of, of of bioelectricity and then the lake monster come up and he says god damn it and beneath it all you hear vines cackling going i summoned the monster <laughs> no vines, I did not. vines. oh what yeah. tell her not what? to eat the kids don't eat the 
the children! I don't like children. Why did you wake me up? Is that Milo? Oh, that's the wake monster. Okay. <laughs> no, that's the lake monster. <laughs> that might have been anemic Milo. You never know. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Anemic Milo. I don't like kids, actually. No. They're not nice to me. <laughs> but yeah, no. Sleepy like sleepy lake monster, who's one of the eyes swivels round to see Donna Precious like, oh, it's the asshole. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Tell, tell, tell him we know he's an asshole. I mean, obviously you can understand her, so I don't see what why you can't just talk to her. Oh, that's a good point. Holy shit, this potion, we're better than expected. Hi there, partner. <laughs> Hi. I drank the potion and you can communicate. Oh, God. Hey, that's magic for you. That's magic You gotta trust old Ziggy. You old What speak. the hell is going on? We're having a conversation here, Don. She, the lake monster, spits water at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, high five. <laughs> a little tentacle comes out from the water. <laughs> Alright, so we just, we just, we gotta lay a little bit of ground rules. We understand that Sir Dot over there bundled, you know, bungled some things up and wound up, you know, pissing you off, waking you up. We just want to make sure that you're not going to get a little hankering for the youngins, because we got summer camp going on, so there's going to be a lot of them coming through here. So, you know, if there's anything we can get you that isn't the flesh and blood of littleins, Call them younglings. If you call them younglings, younglings people won't, you won't have to say the words killed children, and that makes everybody feel better. The innocents. Yeah, there you go. Milo, Milo looks up. <laughs> <laughs> Mention of the innocence. So you know, ma'am, four eyes. We just, we just gotta, we just want to make sure that we're on the same wavelength here. Get it? Wavelength, because we're in the water. I think there's this little trill of bubbles as she laughs. Um, I'm not planning to eat any children. I don't like children. They're a little gamey, aren't they? Stringy, a little bit. Yeah. How do you know that? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I think at that point, Ziggy, Ziggy like looks over at uh, Don and just like m- m- uh, pantomimes a little like a little pinch in the fingers and and then mouths the word a little bit. <laughs> Listen, Sir Don, it's all right. She ain't gonna eat the the innocents, the little ones, whatever you want to call them. Younglings. She's chill. The younglings. She's chill. She's pretty chill. Oh God. All right, I think. Wh- okay, so you're a sapient creature. You have a that thoughts in a mind, and you can talk and shit. That's rude. And I'm holding a conversation with her right now. Clearly, she does. Well, you talk to a lot of things. Also, I want to point out that my potion worked very, very well. We don't know if it was your potion, Ziggy. I hate to break it to you because you are also talking to her, but you didn't ingest the potion. That means it worked really so... well. Also, I ingest plenty of things. You don't know. I could have made that potion in my body today and I would have no way of knowing. Ugh. Milo quietly points out, just like, I speak to her all the time. I said that I speak to her all the time. And she's just like, yeah, I speak to him all the time. <laughs> I just drank this for no reason, but it was kind of fun. Well, see, they're done. There's nothing to worry about. <laughs> it's... All right, all right, fine, fine, fine. <sighs> he just kind of waves the sword a little bit and he says, Don't put that away before you hurt somebody. Are you threatening me? Yeah, 
What? Yes, of course. Uh, no, I think a tentacle just like snakes out of the water and hoiks you up by one leg. So you're just dangling <laughs> over the water with a sword. It's my job to make sure everyone here is safe. We we just discussed this with her. You're you you, Sir Don, are making things very difficult right now. Hey, 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 uh, we, we, we cleared our chaos track, right? So, uh, or we pulled our... This is, we are in the, we are in the resolving conflict stage. The resolution of the episode. Okay. Uh, we step back, uh, take stock of everything that's happened and decide how you want to tie up the plot and then the episode. I, I've got, I've got something to do. I, I go, whoa, 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 everybody here. Now, why are we all piling on our good friend, Mr. Sanderson here, all right? Look, he may be a little overbearing, and he may be a little cynical, and he may be a bit of a grouch, but, well, he wants what's best for this camp and these kids, you know? Uh, Four Eyes, put put mm-hmm. my friend down, will you? Drops him into the water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, he ain't gonna hurt, he's just a little bit out of sorts, but he ain't gonna hurt you, alright? He just wants what's best. And now that he knows that you're a talking, uh, shambling uh, beast, yo... Uh, he's gonna be nice to you, cause that's that's the kind of guy. That's the kind of guy that Wimbledon Sanderson is. Wimbledon. Mm. Wimbledon. Yeah. I, as you like, as you're like trudging out of the lake, I give you a big clap on the back in like friendship. Friendship. Yeah, I don't. If you're not gonna hurt anybody, then no, I don't have any quarrel with you. C- can I go back to sleep now? Oh yeah. Is, hey. Oh, uh... Hey, listen, if you ever want uh, any, you know, and I hold up my damn like weeds, you know who you call old Ziggy. I think you get like a little like okay with the tip of one tentacle and she just like <laughs> slips below the water again. Uh, sinks out of sight. God damn. How many more things are there in this camp that you all know about that I don't? I've only been here a few years, so you tell me. Well, I mean... There's the flock of owlbears, like, about half a mile that way. Yeah, there's the griffin roost. Uh, there's that harpy that tends to fly oh, around. Oh, yeah, the harpy, yeah. She's a real sweetheart. She knits. Oh, she does? Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta get her to knit me a sweater. Oh, there is the mole people. Mm-hmm. Oh, and everybody mm-hmm. at this camp has been infiltrated by a government agency. Everybody knows that, right? Robot people. Oh, we God, don't speak of God. that. You're going to compromise my my <laughs> cover. Milo slaps his hands over his mouth. <laughs> Don just shakes his head and like hangs his head and like, okay, and he walks away <laughs> up the up the trail. Uh, and I think um, like the end of this episode is like the three of them follow behind him, chattering as like the camera pans up and up and up mm-hmm. to see like to show like um, like a big wide angle shot of like the mountain that we're on. Mm-hmm. And like from very far away, in this certain light, uh, in with this sort of thing, you realize that the mountain is a head. Yes, I was just going to suggest that. <laughs> Fucking perfect. Can I? Love can it. I add one last detail? Uh, you go back to your room and you open it up, and it looks normal. Oh, <sighs> thank God. Don just kind of walks over, like like dragging the sword on the ground. Uh, divine sparks like float <laughs> up from where the sword drags on the ground, and he drops it next to his bed, and he just sinks into it, and he just falls asleep. And as you as you're starting to fall asleep, you open your eyes a little bit, and right on the roof, pointing right at you, is a crystal, <laughs> <laughs> subtly glowing. Yep. That's the end of that episode. So let's go over to this. Episode one, opening day. 
episode two, and then we clear the chaos clock. Is the theme song to this uh to the sitcom uh, Magic by Pilot? I don't think I've ever heard yes, that song. Whoa, oh, oh, it's magic. <laughs> oh, no. I love it. That could be fun, or that could just play in like a certain like certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. I was gonna suggest "Summertime" by My Chemical Romance, but that's because I really like that song. Or just a variety of different songs with "summer" in the title, as if there are lots of them. Or the turtles happy together mm. for us to be all be in the the camp together. Mm-hmm. All right. So, how does this next episode start? I like thought of a pre-credits scene, like setting up the episode. Uh, a cold open. Do you? Oh, it could also yeah. be. Do you believe in magic? Mm-hmm. By the loving spoonful. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in magic? magic? In the young girl's heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. What's a good cold open? What is a good cold open? Um, a fun cold open could be um, uh, Don like. Uh, like basically telling the kids like the weekly schedule, and the kids are like really obnoxious about it. Asking, asking obnoxious questions. Mm-hmm. So this week we're going to be doing water games for the first half and the second half. Child raises their hand. Yes. You mean like torture? Like you're going to like water torture? Another child raises, another child raises <laughs> her hand. My dad said that you can't do that anymore. <laughs> That's why, yeah, like, isn't that, like, against what, some kind of rules? Where in me saying water games did you get the idea that I was going to torture you? Internet. <laughs> yeah, let me do it. I don't trust, no. I don't trust like that. No, no, this is, it's just water polo and some beach volleyball and we've got a uh, beach we have a lake mr wimbledon can we see your sword can we see your sword show us the sword how do you know about this i guess i was running around with the sword a little bit last week no the sword is for emergencies only when there is a only when there is a threat that that uh, uh, that threatens the safety of all campers do i bring out the sword mr wimbledon i got an emergency my name is Mr. Sanderson. Wimbledon is my first name, and you can just call me Don. Is Wimbledon your father? <laughs> no. Oh. I have an emergency. Yes. I want to see the sword. <laughs> it's not an emergency. Okay. Can I go to the bathroom? Yes. Okay, so beach volleyball, water polo. Wait, I thought uh, we were doing water polo and then beach volleyball. How come she gets to go to the bathroom, but I don't get to see the sword? (laughs) Because those are wildly different things. They're both emergencies, though. I gotta go. There's a small explosion from the back where somebody uh, has taken the initiative to create an emergency. Does this count? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 Here's what, so, first half of the week is water, second and a half of the week we're going to have a guest counselor come in and teach you all how to ride horses. Yes. Oh, what? A guest star, god. yes! Out of character, yes, a guest star! Oh my god. <laughs> I was trying to get to it. <laughs> I hate to bring all right. it to you, Emily. You're Everyone go star. to the bathroom! <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's where we get the, uh, 
that's where we get to start. Uh, do you do think you in introducing that? the guest star would be the would be what the um, chaos clock is? Uh, yes. <laughs> I really like the end stinger being everybody go to the bathroom. So really angrily, a bunch of kids. It's so good. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, so yeah, chaos clock ticks up one as a mysterious guest counselor is arriving at the camp. And y'all know this guest counselor has got to be played by, like, a legendary TV actor or movie star. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> is Dick Van Dyke still alive? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. still alive. He was in the Mary Poppins uh, sequel. So <laughs> he came out, he endorsed Bernie Sanders. Oh, no way, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, he's my favorite now. God, yeah, he's like, <laughs> I don't I don't understand why more of my friends don't uh, like this guy. This guy is such a good guy. I love the thought of like Dick Van Dyke being like the headmaster of a, a the retired headmaster of a wizarding school. Um, and now he's just horses, baby. Yeah, but um, you know how in the end of Sword in the Stone, Merlin shows up in like Bermuda shorts and a Baja shirt yeah. and a cap and sunglasses. That's how I'm imagining this Dick Van Dyke played guest yeah. camp counselor oh showing up. So what's his name? Ooh. Uh, I can come up with a name, but if someone else wants to come up with a name... I mean, what came up to my mind was Dirk Higglespig. No, there's Higgle again! Oh, come on! (laughs) Dirk is a good first name, though. Dirk Rizzlespig. God. (laughs) Well, well, my name is Dirk Twizzler, and I'm here to teach you kids how to write a hippogriff. (laughs) Yes! Dirk Twizzler is amazing. (laughs) Did he invent Twizzlers, or is it just a coincidence? (laughs) <laughs> He'll never well, my tell. father invented Twizzlers in the 18th century <laughs> Back then we just called them Red Rope Twizzlers were introduced in 1929, boss Well, after the muggles will tell you But we've been having them, we've had them for years Okay, so it's just named Dirk the... Twizzler okay, Is this the scene after the opening credits from the first episode Is him and the counselors, like, lounge Like, telling this story about yeah, yeah. Twizzlers Like, so, so so, okay, so here's how it, here's how it works cinematically. Uh, is is uh, is Ron goes, everybody go to the bathroom, and and it cuts to a beautiful cherry red like like 1950s car like rolling up. It is it is mirror sheen polished. The the hubcaps are chrome. Uh, and the, the license plate says, get twizzled. Can, can we do... I, I really love this, but can we do one scene of setting up the fact that we all need to be on our best behavior so that Dick Twizzler is, or Dirk Twizzler is, uh, likes us? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sure. That sounds like a great like setup for yeah. our, our plot this episode. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. So, okay, so, here, so, so it's it's that car coming up, and it's interspersed with us at the lounge, mm. uh, with Ron saying, "Okay, so this guy, Dirk Twizzler, is an incredibly powerful wizard. Uh, he has been a member of the wizarding community for about uh, one a full hundred years. Um, he used to run several schools uh, along the western uh, seaboard, the west coast." Um, his family is incredibly wealthy. Him deciding to do this is very good for us. (laughs) Because he did, like, hefty donation, right? Yes. Uh, you hear hear a chuckle from Ziggy. (laughs) I put my feet up on the table and lean back and I say, 
You are all sheep, let me tell you that much. Milo looks very affronted. Think about it. You think that's the real Dick Twizzler? No. Dirk Twizzler died in the 1950s and was replaced by a lookalike. So did I. Yeah. So you, you died know in the it. 1950s? Oh, yeah. She taps her nose. <laughs> Back in the 1950s, they were replacing people with lookalikes all over. Elvis Presley, Jerry Seinfeld. Really? Oh, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld's been a clone since the 50s. I mean, so have I. So I totally knew that. I'm watching you, okay. Vines. Regardless of his one, do not say that to him under any circumstance. Two, regardless of his clone status, he still gave us a lot of money. Uh, and three, he's bringing his own horses. So I heard he's bringing hippogriffs. Uh, and you see, you <laughs> see, um, Don freeze, and he, like the vo- like the there's a flashback. <laughs> Um, so, say, so you're going to teach them horses you're going to teach them how to ride horses and you see like it's like a close up on Dick Twizzler's mouth in the phone and it says I want to teach them how to ride that's right and I'll bring my own mounts too and it just, like Don just completely edited that in his head to think he was talking about horses oh god what did you think Dick Twizzler was going to do? I keep calling him Dick Twizzler. <laughs> Which I think is a really funny thing. Grab his dick and twizzle it. What do you think Dick Twizzler's going to do here, man? He is known for his hippogriffs. You think he ain't going to bring... Clone or not, you think he ain't going to bring his hippogriffs, partner? No way. He doesn't travel anywhere without his trusty steed and hippogriffs. Do they, like, pull his car like a carriage? Like, like Apollo through the sky? Nope, that's not Apollo. Wait, is it mm-hmm. Apollo? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a couple. Freya. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. Freya. Freya had cats. Freya and her cats. I was going to say, at the mention of like hippogriffs and like horses and stuff, you know um, when a dog is shifting because it really has been told that a walk is imminent and it's trying really hard to be calm? Mm-hmm. Like, Milo is just like wriggling <laughs> in his seat, just like clearly like agitated, but in the excited way. There's all this talk of like new animals showing up. Um, I have a side plot I would like to introduce. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, I, I, I'm going to turn over, turn to Vines, and I'm going to say, so you're a clone too, all right? Yeah, since the 50s. I know I don't look a day over 22, but... I could tell. It's because I don't look a day over 22, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I've, I've known for a long time. And tell you what, I bet you I could prove it to everybody else that you're a clone. I mean, I just told everyone else. You don't have to prove it. Right, but I could, I could get proof, like verifiable proof. So you can do it to others too, right? Oh yeah. Uh. And I, I'll tell you what, I will show you. I don't know, Ziggy. If I want you interfering with my clone brothers and sisters, well, I'll and tell you what. Siblings. If I can prove, if I can prove without a shred of a doubt that you're uh-huh. a clone, uh-huh. and and have that be a general test, you gotta do something for me. I can't. I can't narc on my buddies. So anything but that. Just don't make me narc. Oh, you're going to narc. Oh, God, no. You're not going to have a choice. Oh, God, no. Oh, why? Jesus, why did I say anything? And that sets into the plot, the motion, the B plot of Ziggy trying to prove that uh, Vines is a clone. (laughs) Nice. Very cool. Uh, And then we go go back to that that cherry red, like, 1950s Buick. Not a (laughs) hippogriff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that cherry red 1950s hippogriff. 
It's, it's, Can that be the episode a, title, a... please, Dora? <laughs> <laughs> 1950 Cherry Red Hippogriff. It's it's looks like it's a uh, yeah it's a 1950s Buick. I've got an image of it here, which is helpful in the audio medium. Yeah, it's helpful <laughs> in the audio medium. Uh, special jet back sedan. Uh, that just just read just type in 1950s Buick and it's on Google. Uh, it's huge. And it should not be able to drive through the forest this smoothly, but oh, it's smooth. Listen, I used to drive a 97 Buick, and that was huge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this, yeah, this man steps out, and he is played by Dick Van Dyke, uh, and he is wearing... The studio audience goes wild. <gasps> there cannot... This is a single camera. <laughs> yep. Oh my god! No! We have, we have way too many laughter. outdoors. <laughs> it's... Weird canned laughter. <laughs> the, Greek, the Greek chorus of canned laughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he he steps out uh, and he has a wizard's hat with, that is red and black striped and a red and black striped tie and then in a tweed suit and he is carrying a big wizard staff that has a little gold bird cage like dangling off of it. Nice. And he says, well, I think this is the place. Uh, who is the person who welcomes Dirk Twizzler to the camp? I know you just did his voice, but with all respects, it should probably be done, right? It really should be done. It should be done, shouldn't it? Yeah. Do you trust anyone else to do I it? Be, that's, that's the question. <laughs> Milo offered, and it was probably immediate. No, <laughs> we can we can, I mean, we can all welcome him. It would be good to turn everybody out just to say hello to him. We could also have multiple people play him. I mean, I can. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, think no. I can get that whistle you got right there in the back there. <laughs> That's impressive, but um, I think I Thank could do like no, yeah, sure. I'm, it's you're you're kind of playing him sort of like you're you're doing a um, it's sort of the same as doing a Clint Eastwood impression except a little less gravelly. Yeah, it's it's. I'm trying to do Dick Van Dyke. Um, and I'm only, you know, where it's been a while since this I is, heard him. This is not fuck. It's not good. It's not good. Got, it's not going to be good for pull, me. You just got to pull back, pull it back a little bit. He's a little bit moving yeah. enough, but not very much because he's a like. Oh, hey there, like this. Kinda. Mm-hmm. Mr. Twizzler, it is a, a pleasure to welcome you to the to Camp Saltburn. My name is uh, Wimbledon Sanderson. Uh, these are my esteemed uh, fellow counselors. Uh, Vine, what is? He, he looks to Vine and realizes that he has no idea what Vine's last name is. She just grins. <laughs> Vine's uh, Milo Wolf, William Kowalski. Oh well, but uh, most people uh, call me Ziggy. Ziggy. Well, that's right, sir. Ziggy. <laughs> He leans real close into Ziggy and he says, You know I'm a clone, don't you? <laughs> yes, sir, I do. Yes, wait, that's not Ziggy. Yes, sir, I do. Apologies for uh, making your secret known so early, but, you know, I lean in and whisper, Some of these guys, you know, they're not real believers. Of course, of course. Just remember, we'll get you too. <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. I say as I light up one right in his face. <laughs> All right, where are the children? Where am I gonna show them the wonders of fur and feather? It sounds so weird. 
<laughs> uh, and then says, well, um, uh, so this is, okay. Um, how about we get you set up first in a cabin and uh, like in sleeping? No need, no need, son. I, I got everything I need right here. Get my hat. And he pulls his hat up, up uh, and he sets it on the ground and he snaps his fingers and it just turns into a full mansion. Oh my God. Oh my god, why can't we have this every year? Well, I can only give so much money every year. Else the government will come for me. <laughs> that is true. It's a damn it's a damn shame it was what it is. Uh, hey, wait, <clears throat> this is not God, I'm sorry, I'm getting I'm like no one else is gonna have context for this. I'm like leaning slowly into Maccabee as we play. <laughs> um uh it's a damn shame is what it is. You think people people can't do what they want with their money because the government tells you you can't? Even the government's own clones can't do it. What a world we live in. What a world we live in, yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's have some fun. Um, yes! I want to click the, the chaos clock as Dirk Twizzler reaches up to the little gold uh, birdcage on his... Um, on his wizard staff, and he opens it, and just there's a huge burst of light, and about a dozen hippogriffs come out. Vines is just cackling in the background. And now there are hippogriffs flying to and fro. Shitting on everything. Shitting on everything. <laughs> uh, eating shit that they shouldn't be eating. And in the middle of it is Don Sanderson. And he goes, Okay. 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 And it just hard cuts the commercial. <laughs> Beautiful. You can see the life leaking out of his eyes. If you if you if you look real close, you can see the exact frame that his heart snaps into. <laughs> uh, this one is the one where Don gets shit on by a hippogriff. <laughs> you got a lot of different names for this episode. Uh, okay, so that was a that was a very extended me framing a scene. So I want to hand it hand the ball over to you guys. Well, I know what something. Um, take it. Uh, you, you, Vines is like doing something. Um, you're doing something in your room. It's definitely not unpacking. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're living out of your suitcase still. And, um, you're, you're just like doing this normally and suddenly slamming on the window and Ziggy going, you a clone, you a clone answer quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, buddy. Got I'm you. a clone. Yeah. Oh got shit. You, you, you figured you. out my secret. Yeah, that's right. Just like cops. I open the window and lean in while smoking a joint and uh, getting all of the smell in your room. I say, now this is the thing you got to understand about clones. If you yell at them and scream at them, they will never be able to resist. They just blurt out the truth no matter what. You want to try it again? Yeah, ask me a different question this time because, you know, right, I might be right. ready. Is that your natural hair color? Is that your natural hair color? Oh my god, no, I dye it. Oh, I can't <laughs> think of a good color, actually. Uh, yeah, no, it's my natural hair color. I tried to lie, and it just—I just—I just got caught up in it, and I just couldn't commit to the lie. Milo is sat cross-legged on his bed, just watching this exchange, like wrapped, just like I'm learning so much right now. Hey, Milo, how you doing, there, buddy? It's good. It, it... <sighs> That's great. Are you a clone? Are you a clone? The head cocked sideways. Mm. See, Milo's definitely not a clone. No. Nope. If you were a clone, you would have had to have told me. It's like programmed into our DNA. Exactly. Yep. And that's just one of the many ways you can tell people what, how they are a clone or not. You scream at them. You get really up in their face, and then they can't think straight. I'm 
like yelling at people. Can I have a different way? Oh, you want a different way? Okay, okay. I'll come up with another method for you there, partner. I'll make sure you have a way of telling clones all your own. But you know what I'm going to need for that? What? Some innocent people blood. <laughs> Bless you, Evelyn. Look, I don't make the rules. It's just the innocent people have the best blood for making potions, all right? Milo gets up, just like, I'll be right back. <laughs> well, well, hold on there, partner. Hold on there. What? So we've already used your blood. Your blood's boring to me now. I'm sorry. Oh. Your blood tires. Your I, Ziggy tires of your blood. <laughs> but I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, though. You know whose blood I'd love to make a potion from? Whose? Dick Twister. <laughs> it's not his name. See, he's a clone, right? And having clone blood? Now that must be. That, I, I bet that has some very interesting properties. I bet with clone blood, we could create like a poultice that could uh, that could show clones wherever they are. I'm really glad that you decided not to use my blood for this. Well, you know, Vines, I feel like I know you too well. I feel like just by looking at you, I can kind of tell the contents of your blood. And then, like you, look, you notice I'm like staring like very weirdly at you, like at your veins. Yeah, and she just cat wide-eyed stares back, not blinking. I will mark the chaos clock for suggesting that I'm going to try to steal uh, uh Dirk Dirk Twister's blood. Dick Twister. Dick Twister. Dick Twister. I'm just calling him a different name every single. So I think that's funny. It's very good. Yeah, that is very good. Oh. So. We've got the hippogriffs corralled now. Um, there is a there is a glowing pen. There's a glowing dome that um, has been hastily constructed and and maintained by Don using this abjurative magics that the hippogriffs are inside of. And Don is standing outside of it, and he's like walking the perimeter, and there are. All twelve hippogriffs are crowded around the part where he is on the other side of the dome. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know how like cats will like just smush up against something that mm-hmm. they see, uh, and like they're like pawing at the glass with their big old claws, and he, and he like walks the perimeter and they just follow him. Mm-hmm. And he says, "These things want to eat me. You want to eat me, don't you?" <laughs> Vines in the distance. They think you're a snack. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful animal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they, they're, uh, that's a, that, that part is a lion, and that's an eagle, and both that's of them right. eat me. A mixture of a lion and an eagle. The two greatest animals to ever walk this earth combined into one. They're my babies. You, you hear a very put out sounding whine from nearby. <laughs> did you, did you make these? Oh, yes, I did. I, I put them together myself by breeding different creatures together and by using my massive magical abilities in order to create these. Sometimes I, I think he puts like a hand like 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 knowingly on the glass and the, and the things are like scraping at it. They clearly will also eat him. And he just like, sometimes I feel like I understand these creatures more than I understand humans. Okay. You un- but you understand, don't you, Don? Uh, yes, of course, sir. I, I understand completely. I can see it in your eyes. Yeah? I knew I knew ever since I saw you on TV killing that evil wizard. Uh-huh. Remember that? I do. I do. I saw, I saw it in your eyes right there and then, Mr. Sanderson. I saw... Now, there's a man 
who wishes he was riding a griffin right now. Yeah, I did. I, I killed a man with my bare hands and watched life drain out of his eyes when I was 16 years old. And it's really colored the rest of my life. Yeah, and I know what you're thinking right now. All you want is to get that high again of riding the griffin. <laughs> You see, riding the griffin is like oh, nature's damn. killing. <laughs> that made no sense. Oh my god. Can, am I allowed to mark the chaos clock as this, yes. as this guest star? Yes, of yes. course. Except this guest star is this weird, unhinged griffin obsessed asshole. <laughs> and, Look. God, my head. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's no, good. This is amazing. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh god. Um. Yeah. So I think because you are a, a, a an old like a you know a very powerful wizard with a lot of money, Don says, "Absolutely, I'm gonna get a griffin." <laughs> oh yay, yay! Uh, I'm also gonna mark the chaos clock. <laughs> Uh, yeah, fantastic. That, oh god, okay, so whose scene is it now? Who wants the scene? Okay, I wanna, I, I don't know what I fully want the scene to be, because I've got, obviously, I don't know if, <laughs> uh, fucking Ziggy is expecting Milo to try and go steal some of this old wizard's blood, or whether uh, he's intending it to do himself, but also Milo is seriously intrigued by these uh, hippogriffs. It's like new animal in the house vibe. And I want to establish that these creatures are terrified and or hate him. Like mm-hmm. full on cat with a dog, but not in the vines, Milo sense. <laughs> but um, I'm trying to figure out what this scene looks like. I just know I want to establish this. Or whether, because I, I want to basically set up for the payoff later when it goes really badly when Milo tries to get involved. So, oh, but my brain is just full of laughter and I cannot think. (laughs) Uh, I'll say Vines is probably with you and just like, I don't know if he's like pacing the cage and she's like keeping, keeping pace behind him or if they're like sitting there and they're both trying to get the cats to, the cats, Hmm. um, at the hippogriffs trying to get them to pay attention or what. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Vines voice. I can make, I can like break the cage open and you can get in there and go and meet them. Mm, you can. I really yeah. Don'll be so mad at me. But like both hands are like up against the uh the bubble of the shield. Mm-hmm. And at this point they are like all on the other side <laughs> of the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like full on backing up. Making weird like bird hiss stones. Mm-hmm. They're just really cool. Vines. Yes. I just... Pulls off the... Am I going to get in trouble if I do this? I really don't want to get in trouble. I'll be in there with you. You It's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to let you go in there by yourself. Thank you. All right. Okay, how do we we get in? Okay. She, like, claps her hands together and then rubs them. And, like, little sparks of electricity are are coming off the tips of her fingers. And, you know, I, I don't remember what movie or show that is but like you poke your finger against it and then just kind of like peel it apart so it's like a little force field but she's like with her electricity just makes a little hole and then like 
peels it open so it's like a bigger a bigger hole she's like all right it's gonna be a tight fit because my arms aren't that wide but you squeeze in first i'll pop in after you okay he is significantly bigger than vines by like yes. a hot mark so i think he's gonna turn into like a dachshund <laughs> Just something Aww. really small <laughs> to fit in all right and then she'll like do a little tumble in after him and let the the, the shield drop back down she doesn't want to break it open Mm-hmm. Because that would be a little, a little too much chaos. She's not that for, not there for that just yet. But mm-hmm. you know, now they're inside the cage with, with the hippogriffs, griffins, whatever they are, the big wild animals that we're going to ride. And the little dachshund might later, and she's like, "Do you think I should stay like an animal to be like better? Do you think they'd like it more?" Maybe. I should be something bigger though, right? Uh... This is probably bad. Maybe like a medium size. I'm literally shaped like a hot dog right now. Um, yeah, they might think that you're a snack too. They are like stalking around <laughs> now. Okay, and then um, just oh, what's a good medium sized? Like a lab. Yeah, I mean a little on the nose, don't you think? Yes, but it's a nice big, big dog nose. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Going, I'll go into a Labrador. Uh, same coloured fur as like the strawberry blonde of his hair. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and they are now very confused. <laughs> All right, just, just sit, sit right there. And... Ass, ass hits the deck, <laughs> just like <Yeah>. <laughs> tail <laughs> wagging. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go like break the ice a little bit with these guys. All right, so. Wait right here. I'll be right back. Oh, because you're like a cat, sort of, and they're like cats, sort of. I think so. I don't know. We'll find out how how well we vibe. So Vines is just going to very carefully and gingerly approach them. She will be doing the pss, 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 pss. come here, come here, that you do. do. <laughs> Did you just say Jesus? Do you need Jesus? <laughs> oh, I can understand a big giant four eyes, but I can't understand these guys. You don't have that potion. I know, I didn't have a potion. Coughs up a hairball full of mice bones. Aww. Did you have a tummy ache? Was that bothering you? This is gross noises. This is gross noises. (laughs) Milo, like, butts up behind you. Okay, nope. I said I said to sit and stay. Mm. I know. Don't give me those puppy eyes. Mm. It's for your own good. Sits down again, but doesn't go back to where he was. Okay. Okay. Now, who's a good hippogriff? All right, you're not, apparently. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they are just kind of like milling. There's, again, a dozen of them in this book. Yeah. In this- um, they're just like kind of milling around and like getting like sniffing at you uh, and, and like you know being weird huge monsters yep how do you think this is gonna go big picture I'm really hoping that I get to pet one <laughs> big picture I'm hoping either one breaks out or we manage to offend one of them enough that uh, something bad happens when the kids get to have their lesson Oh, the kids are definitely not getting a lesson with this. <laughs> <laughs> then I mean, Bob uh, thought he was bringing horses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can definitely accidentally set them free. Ooh, 
Interesting. Now that would add to the chaos clock. That definitely would. Yeah. Uh, what if it's like, maybe we're able to have this meeting, but we are we don't seal it back up properly when we leave. Mm-hmm. It's also like when you're trying to leave and like my, my cat will just like bump, bump up against me. You know how mm-hmm. cats will just weave between your legs because you're not feeding them fast enough. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the hippogriff comes over and just starts like bumping up against vines and she's like okay okay and now like push push the head back Ooh, try oh. to like close it yeah what it is is because um milo shifts into something small again to get out and then it becomes like oh there's food on the run and yeah. just like breaks past through the gap after milo yeah <laughs> leaving vimes in there and like at least one hippogriff gets out at least yes. one yeah, possibly yeah. they're just like <laughs> maybe you're able to shut it again after one gets out but there is now a hippogriff chasing milo yep i like the idea is like she just immediately closes it and she's still on the inside with the other yeah. hippogriffs and she just looks to one of them and she's like uh-oh we're in trouble now and the hippogriff just gives her a look like uh i don't think so <laughs> yeah yeah this isn't gonna go well she just ruffles their ears this isn't gonna go well Okay, but is the next scene like Don and Ziggy's cabin door slamming open by an increasing in size Milo? <laughs> I just going and a hippogriff oh, slams in behind. I would like to do one quick side scene. Oh please, uh, yes, please. Regarding our B plot, which is um maybe like uh maybe our friend um um Dirk Twizzler is uh, like I don't know like gardening in front of his magical mansion. And uh, Ziggy sort of walks up to him and says, Hey there, Mr. Twister. It's Twister, son, but, uh, well, you seem like you fried your brain enough. I don't hold it against you. Amen to that, brother. I keep my brain clear of all toxins. Do you now? Oh, yeah. Hey, can I have some blood? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, an alchemist, I see. Oh, yeah. I I figured clone blood might be real fun to work with, you know. What are you talking about, son? I'm not a clone. You, but you, of course you are. You got replaced in the 50s. You told me yourself. Oh, I think you are thinking the things uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, I, I see. I must have misremembered. Are you a clone? Are you a clone? <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> you, sh- oh God, you shout at him. And he goes, ah! And seizes up and grabs his chest. <laughs> oh, no! I'm going to mark the chaos clock. <laughs> as, as he has a heart attack? And he pe- and he just <gasps> collapses. I gotta find Don. Okay, so now we're going to have a, we're gonna have a, a, a rolling chaos, Very a good. rolling thing with people coming into Don. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So first off is... A brief little scratching at the door before Milo realizes, oh, I should turn into something bigger, turns into like a massive dog to break the door open and then like tumbles in, turning into a human, rolling forward, going, dun, 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 dun. You have hands. You have hands. You can turn into a man with hands. And then the hippogriff slams into the door. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm really sorry. It is, it is so the hippogriff is too big to get to get in. Yeah. yeah. So it, like, it's just a snapping beak and like a clawing paw, like coming in like a like a cat that's trying to get into like a like a dollhouse. <sighs> God damn it! What is happening? 
I mean, there's a hippogriff trying to get in, Don. <laughs> I see that. Don pulls out his wand and like gets up out of his bed. Um, and at which point the window opens and Ziggy tumbles in with uh, with Dick uh, with Dick Twizzler, Dirk Twizzler. How is it for weekend at Bernie's? Don, 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 I got a problem here. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that he's he, he, okay. So here's what happened. All right. See, I was talking to Dirk about uh, to Mister Dirk here about getting some clone blood from him, and uh, he was he was trying to tell me he wasn't a clone. So I did my clone test on him, and I think he went to try to resist his clone programming that made him need to tell me, and he passed out. Now I can help him, but I'm gonna need some of your blood and maybe some hippogriff blood. You can ride one of those, right? Oh God. Uh. Well, let's find. <laughs> um, he like starts talking and just stops and cuts himself off and like looks down at the floor he says I would really like a week where something like this doesn't happen <laughs> hey 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 Don it's okay I could see it in your eyes you got them I want to ride a hippogriff eyes I understand <laughs> go on out there and do your thing Don's eyes like rise from the floor and <laughs> there is fire in them uh, he says Okay, I guess I have to ride a hippogriff. <laughs> the hippogriff is still clawing, and he just whips his wand at it, and it just blasts out of the door. And I guess he goes and does some wild shit with the hippogriff. Is it all off it... screen? Do we just hear the yeah. shrieking of the hippogriff? And like the sound of Don punching it or something. Yeah, can... Milo like runs to the doorway and is like doing like is reacting and just like giving like a commentary to Ziggy. <laughs> yeah, give us the commentary. Oh god! Oh, how does this go? I think um, is that like a live commentary? Is it more just like reacting in a very like? Hmm, what does this look like? I think it's just more sort of like cheering on and like wincing and at one point definitely just like defensively like turns into a dog <laughs> at one point <laughs> and starts like growling when it looks like mm. the hippogriff is getting shouted just like it looks it. And then I think staying as a dog is funnier because then starts like doing the happy howling sound intermittently <laughs> like rather than cheering because it's rather than whooping it's like that good um, baying sound that certain kinds of oh. dogs do. Yeah, exactly that. And everybody in the camp wakes up. And all the kids come out to see uh, Don riding a hippogriff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Two bottles like fly into the wall, into the, into the camp. Mm-hmm. And you hear Don just shout, I got your blood! <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, I think, like, the, yeah, that whole scene was happening off screen uh, as Don was like, as, as Ziggy's like setting up his alchemical equipment and shit. Yeah, so I make a, and I will make a potion that I, I dip into uh, Dirk Twizzler's mouth. Fantastic. So this is the final clock, uh, the final thing, the segment of the of the chaos clock. This is the resolution of the episode. How about? Let me just say this. Maybe it's maybe it's like an adrenaline shot instead of a instead of a. Um... Oh yeah, I, I make it into like a thing and just jab it into it. <laughs> like the what frame for frame reference of the moment in Pulp Fiction. Oh yes, yeah. and then and then I, I I lean back and I say to Vines, now if he is a clone, he'll live. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is Vines here? Where's Vines? Vines is like chilling with the hippogriffs. I think I think it's like a giant cuddle pile, and she's just kind of like, "All right, well, this is my life now. I got to watch over these other hippogriffs." Okay, so I, I lean over to uh, Milo and I say, "If he is a clone, he'll live." 
Um, so you jam this thing into his chest. His eyes flare, like just shoot open. And he sits bolt upright and says, Hi ho, Silver! And just fire streams out of his mouth. I sort of smugly go, <laughs> as I hold up the thing in front of him and I say, Clone test. Oh, you crazy little man. I love you. He grabs your face and kisses you, uh, throws you to the floor. Pulls out like a, a a gold bar from his jacket, throws it on your chest, and says, "I've got hypocrites to wrangle." He starts to stalk out of the room. Beautiful. Who's this weird man? <laughs> I love this weird old man. This weird clone man because the he survived, so the test proved he was a clone all along. I was right. Yep. <laughs> I'll never tell. Uh, oh, but I know the truth. No, and you... I know the truth. Oh, you. I like you. Um, and he just does some crazy magic shit. Uh, the, the dome explodes. Um, Vines is just carried along on a wave of hippogriff. The kids are screaming in delight. I def- Yeah, I definitely like the idea is she's just now riding one of the hippogriffs. And it's just like, mm-hmm. didn't have to wrangle it. She was just already there and then it took off. And so she's just holding on now. Cat claws. Oh, God. <laughs> the kids are screaming, letting off like little fireworks and stuff like that. This is the best thing that has happened at camp this year by a long shot. The kid says, is the sword now? Is it time for the sword now? <laughs> this counts as an emergency. Uh, as, as the Hedrigriff comes and, um, and, and Dirk Twizzler like just leaps astride with the sprightliness of a much younger man. And he says, well, Cam Saltburn, this has been a great week. Uh, and Don says, wait, there's, I still have a hypocrite. He says, it's yours now. <laughs> You've bonded with it. <laughs> uh, and, and, and he, um, Dirk, this is the resolution of the episode. Dirk Twizzler snaps his fingers and the, and the mansion explodes into a hat. Uh, or implodes into a hat like a like a like a singularity that, that flies back into his hand and he says remember children peace is a lie there is only passion and, and clones puts... and clones <laughs> and just flies off into the moon <laughs> I as the dust settles and like I think a building got destroyed so it's like crashing down I'm yeah. going to walk up to uh, Milo and I'm going to say, did you know that old Don had a hippogriff fetish? And Milo shifts back and goes, what's a fetish? <laughs> oh, so and that's the job. end of the episode. <laughs> oh, God. That one was really fun. That one was really fun. <laughs> yeah. I actually really like this game. This is, I mean, it's very simple. So it lets you do whatever you want with it, basically. I'm really sad this sitcom isn't something I can watch from week to week because I would watch the shit out of this weird-ass sitcom. <laughs> oh, fuck. Honestly, off-camera, off-mic, I kind of I stole a lot of that characterization from Arthur Eggfort from Fantasy High. Mm-hmm. So you could just... That guy's also an insane wizard. So if you want, you can watch that. <laughs> well, I've never watched Fantasy High, and I made this weird deception with Griffin's a thing, so... That's true, you did do that. <laughs> so there's some no- originality in it, through yeah. collaborative toy storytelling. Ah, that was great. That was great. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, not oh, Dirk Twizzler. <laughs> what did you see? You guys see the look, I see the look in your eyes, the man who's chasing that high again. <laughs> 
Yes, yeah. Because the, the, he, he, he looked in your eyes when you killed that, like, you killed Voldemort. And yeah. his thought process was, that's a man who wants to ride a hippogriff. Yeah. <laughs> and wishes he was riding a hippogriff. And I, I, I wanted to fit in, like, a, my other car is a hippogriff or, like, a I wish I was fishing kind of joke. I wish I was riding a hippogriff right now. Those are his bumper stickers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, I should do an outro, I guess. Fuck. We should do an outro. Uh, what is the outro again? Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter, Twitter and Tumblr. Twizzler. <laughs> Twizzler and Tumblr. We're not. At FTLcast and on Patreon at patreon.com slash FTLcast. You can get access to chill things such as bloopers, outtakes, and our archived live streams, as well as some new shit yeah like a uh city of mist limited series uh a some spindle wheel games that we've been doing or some one-on-one spindle wheel games that we've been doing hell yeah we've got nothing else to be doing these days <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you've enjoyed what you've heard please consider rating and reviewing us on itunes and tweeting about us using the ftl cast hashtag it really helps us helps us out um i have been zachary frederickson from me on twitter at obscene god my music uh at i am that is all just spelled out no spaces no anything else um and joining me i have had um emily respect uh you can find me on twitter at emily respect or at my website emilyrespect.com uh, if you have enjoyed this and enjoyed sort of the wacky antics I provide for a sitcom setting, please mm-hmm. do consider pre-ordering my book from Iron Circus Comics, It's Your Funeral, a graphic novel that is basically a sitcom about aliens who are social workers for ghosts and the one ghost who's stuck interning with them in the afterlife. It is the office comedy that you've been dying to read, and uh, it's called It's Your Funeral, and it's going to come out soon, uh, depending on when this episode comes out. So, yes, please uh, please pre-order it. And if you do pre-order it and read it and love it, uh, give us five stars on Goodreads so that everybody else knows to love it, too. Hell yeah. Hell uh, yeah. Uh, I continue to be Jade, and you can find me at JadeOxfordRose on Twitter. And I'm Mab. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at LittleLadyMab. And that's all for now. Oh, check out our website at FTLcast.com. Sure. Right. Yes. FTLcast.com. Do that right now. And until next time, yeah. remember... I found it. Live life to the fullest. <laughs> let's do Coach a clap. <laughs> let's do a clap. Uh, let's clap at the minute. On the minute. Uh, yeah. yeah 55, on the minute. 55. Oh, you have all your pets here. That's so cute. Uh, yeah, I guess we're going to have to clap at the minute. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Dora, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on iTunes, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about our show using the FTLcast hashtag. No, seriously, we crave the validation and it helps us out. Your support really means a lot. Thanks again!